it's time for Sales with Sully. Your host, Scott Sullivan, brings his 30 years of sales and marketing experience to you, the sales professional, addressing your questions from Twitter to help you be better at reaching your goals. This is a weekly show that happens right here on InspiredNewsRadio.com. And now your host, Scott Sullivan. Well, it's a great day right here on Inspired News Radio. Hello, everyone. My name is Scott Sullivan, and most of you know me as Sales with Sully. Welcome to Sales with Sully right here on Inspired News Radio. Every single week, I take your comments, your questions, anything you want to throw out there on social media, and I pull it all together, and we turn it into a weekly show and take my 30 years of experience in sales and marketing. We consult with other uh, friends and colleagues of mine, my mentors, people that I know in the industry, and we answer your questions, or at least we attempt to answer your questions, all about sales and marketing because we're trying to help you be a better sales and marketing professional. That's what we do right here on Sales with Sully every single week. Now, how do you get a hold of us? It's real simple, at Sales with Sully on Instagram, on Facebook, and on Twitter. Just send me out a tweet and let me know what's going on. Send me a direct message, or you can reach us through InspireNewsRadio.com. Just send us your topics. If you agree with us, fantastic. If you disagree with me and my, my uh, colleagues, that's fine, too. It's all about stimulating conversation and talking about how to change in this ever-changing world of sales and marketing. I am definitely old school. I'm an old dog learning new tricks when it comes to sales and marketing, so I can be taught a thing or two for sure. But every single week we do it right here on Inspired News Radio. You can go to inspirednewsradio.com to subscribe, or you can go wherever you find your podcasts and just click right there on that subscribe button. I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in every week, because without you, I could not do what I do, and I tell you what, I have nothing but fun answering these questions, talking to you guys online every single week, and this week is no exception. Wow. Uh, We had some stimulating conversations this week. What did we talk about? Well, everything under the sun that you can possibly imagine from... You know, commodity sales versus inside sales versus outside sales. We had a lot of comments and a lot of questions this week, but I really got one stuck, and I want to, I want to pull that one out, and I want to talk about it at a little bit of length tonight. And here's the reason why. One of my colleagues, uh, we were going back and forth talking about a few different things, and one of the things that stuck out this week was that the the buying authority. Now, if you go back to the day, the Stone Age, when I was taking orders, you know, chiseling them on slate. Uh, sorry, just kidding. But when, you know, back before we had cell phones, fax machines, computers. Yes, that's true. I really did start selling when none of that existed. <laughs> then we used to have what was called a buyer or a buying authority. A buyer was the person who managed your product right within a corporation so if i were selling left-handed widgets and i were selling them business to business then i would have a buyer probably on some floor in the high-rise building in some city and i would make an appointment with that person and i would go in and pitch them on why my left-handed widgets were 
were so much better than everybody else's and I would get to know that buyer and I would spend time with them and I would build rapport with them and I would you know maybe give them a couple of tickets to the you know their favorite you know football game or their favorite hockey game or whatever uh, I would invite them to events that we had at the at the uh, uh, corporation that I worked for all of those things because the buyer was the person that you that was responsible for whether or not you got a purchase order that buyer was solely responsible for making sure that left-handed widgets were on the shelf that they had a primary secondary and sometimes a tertiary uh, product vendor and of course I'm always looking to move from three to two to one I want to be the primary you know vendor and what's that take it's not always just price and it's you know making sure that we have product availability and it's customer service and it's return policies and all of the things that go along with that but I had a buyer that was responsible for my line inside that corporation so i know i knew exactly who i needed to talk to and if joe was out that week i know that sally was filling in for him so it was always i know exactly who in the buying department or in the supply chain group that would do that and today none of that applies <laughs> i mean none of that so my colleague and i started talking about you know what has happened why you know what is the difference between today and you know 30 years ago or 20 years ago or 10 years ago and one of the things that we've we kind of keyed in on during this uh, online stimulating conversation out in the middle of the public where everybody could see it was we were talked about how technology had changed i can now look up your competitor on my phone while i'm you know in an uber on my way to a meeting and i can know what the pricing is i can get a hold of the person i can find out online i can check reviews from peers i can you know call make a few you know phone calls find out if there's availability i can look online and see if there's somebody that's super happy or very unhappy with the product just from some of the reviews i can check with some of my other colleagues because probably within the last two or three years that entire group of people have moved from one company to another because we're changing jobs faster than we've ever done in the past and now all of a sudden i have three colleagues that are working with me that are from your competitor and i know i can get call them up and say hey joe uh didn't you used to work over at abc yeah and didn't you used to buy left-handed widgets sure tell me a little bit about uh, xyz company doing left-handed widgets because i got a meeting with them in about 20 minutes oh man they're so fantastic it's great we used them for 10 years fantastic but then their quality all went to hell and you know, okay so you see where i'm going with that so now all of a sudden we don't have the same the same the first of all the technology but there's another dynamic that came into play and I want to talk about tonight, and that is the buying committee. The committee, the unknown, all-seeing, hard-to-pin-down, who's-in-it committee. Who's going to be making these buying decisions? When I was a young lad selling and carrying a briefcase and wearing my, my blue suit uh, to my, all of my sales appointments with my white cotton shirt and my solid color red or blue tie, uh, then 
you know, when I was out making my sales calls, there was a saying on the street, and that is nobody got fired by hiring, uh, by buying IBM or by hiring IBM. So if you were going to be in the, you know, computer business, if you were going to be, you know, if you were going to take the risk of buying something unknown, there better be a huge compelling reason. And why, you know, what, where did that saying come from? Because, you know, IBM was the most expensive, but they had, you know, the best customer service, the biggest group of people, more deployments than any other uh, company anywhere in the world. All of those things lended themselves to uh, low, low, low risk, very low risk. So I don't want to stick my head out because there, it may be, I may be putting my head in a guillotine and somebody will lop it off. Right. So that's why, you know, that phrase came out that nobody's ever lost their job by hiring IBM or by buying IBM. So if you were a computer buyer, for example. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about that. Now, that's a risk factor. That's the risk. And how do we do that now? How do we dispense that risk? Well, we disperse that risk over a very large, wide area within a corporation by getting buy-in. I'm doing air quotes in case you can't see this. By getting buy-in. Hey, Sally, have you looked at XYZ and ABC left-handed widgets? Yep. Uh, do you use them in your department? We sure do. We use a lot of them. Do you have a preference on which one? Yeah, I really like the XYZ because this, 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 and this. Hey, Joe, do you guys use left-handed widgets in your department? We do. Boy, I really like the ABC because of this, this, and this. So what's the compromise? Okay, Joe, I'm thinking about going with XYZ. If I can get them to do this, this, and this that meet most of your criteria, would that be something you'd be interested in? Sure. Okay, no problem. I can live with that. You know, Sally, I'm thinking about going with ABC and doing the same thing all the way around. And here's the best part about this now. It's it's not the best part for the the person selling to the committee, but it's great for the company because now I can do all of this research at any hour of the day or night because of the internet, because of websites. I can go to your website. I can get all the information that I need to make buying decisions and guess what I didn't have to do? I didn't have to pick up the phone. I didn't have to send an email. I didn't have to call anybody and say, hey, what's your price? What is the make, model, and specification for this? Can it be painted brown? You know, all of that is becomes part of information that is available on the website. And I can find it through peer reviews, and I can do a search on your company, and I can find other people that have used the product and had it customized the same way that I want, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So what does that do? Okay, so let's talk a little bit about this buying committee. The one person that may be doing the research has been asked to do the research from a criteria of, can you find me A, B, and C? These three things I want you to find about every company that makes a left-handed widget. Find out these three critical components. Maybe it's price, lead time, and quality, right? Just use those three examples. And then I want you to rank those by you know, in a spreadsheet with quality and then as first and then price is second and then, you know, availability is third. And then I want to be able to reorganize those however I see fit, you know, plus or minus, up or down, you know, just, but I want you to do the research. 
that person doing the research may or may not even be an employee of the company that you're trying to sell to. They may be an independent contractor. That's a, it could be a um, intern. It could be a independent contractor that's just working temp work. It could be an independent contractor that's only there to help with an RFP. There could be a variety of different things. So they have no vested interest. They have no reason to you know, have an opinion to be strongly opinionated in any way, shape, or form in any direction because they won't be there in a month. They're a contractor. They're a temp. They're an intern. They're actually doing a task. And here's the worst, worst part of for you, the salesperson. What if you work for a corporation that hasn't, you know, taken its website to the next level what if it there you're working for a corporation that is still um you know maybe a decade behind or five years behind on on their it and their web presence and the videos and all the things that they need to digest this information the proper way what just happened you got pre you got pre-selected to be a no without even getting a shot you didn't even get it at bat. You have this fantastic PowerPoint presentation that you've scaled down from an hour to 45 minutes. You can wow every CEO with value propositions and benefits, and you have got it down. And you never even got a chance to pull out your laptop and plug it into your projector and show it to all of the people in a boardroom that are bored out of their mind because... They don't ingest that information the same way that they used to. So your company hasn't embraced the 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 140 character or the 280 character type of ingestion of information. How fast can I get it? How can I make a decision? What's the lowest risk that I can take with the biggest reward? And then I can pass it on to make sure that I get buy-in, my air quotes again, from all of the other members of the team. This is what I have limited it. I have narrowed it down to these two because my intern looked them all up, and these are the two I came up with. So it's a binary decision. Every one of my stakeholders, there may be one, there may be a hundred stakeholders. I could send them now the technology with the video that's attached from each one of, you know, watch these two one minute videos and look at these two one, you know, uh, 16 line paragraphs and tell me which one of these left-handed widgets you think best fits into what we need at the corporation send now guess what just happened you get replies back from i don't know 20 percent maybe 25 percent of the people that you send it to and the consensus comes out that you should be buying you know the xyz left-handed widgets because they fit the the needs now you have this you just this ambiguous nebulous cloud of decision making who who did it who made the decision how did it get made we didn't even get into the boardroom and tell them all about the value proposition my gosh it's a hundred million dollar contract and they just made it by some information on the website and they've talked to a few of our competitors and they've talked to a few of our customers oh my gosh do they really make that big decision well they did 
35 people within the organization all weighed in and the decision came down to and it was delivered to you probably by email or maybe if the maybe a phone call but you know probably email or text congratulations we'd like to get you know a uh, hundred thousand of your left-handed widgets and we'd like to talk about terms and conditions on a new contract and can you come in on thursday and bring us your most uh you know your most aggressive pricing based on a hundred thousand units in the next you know quarter and we'd like to have that conversation with you on thursday at three o'clock see you then have a nice day wow okay uh so that's the buying committee the buying committee has made that decision now this the sales with sully is not intended to bring you to this place where oh my gosh i need to check my website and make sure that's all up to date but it is an ancillary portion of this the sales with sully is talking about that with my colleagues that we had this conversation how many times in a month do we not get a chance to actually pitch because we're actually sorted out because of the presence that we have in social media or in our website or in our marketing campaign because we're sorted out because maybe we're an older corporation run by an older group of people again not reflecting i'm not i'm not picking on guys my age ladies and gentlemen of my age i'm picking on the fact is is that we are reliant very heavily on that relationship building and that deep you know meaningful sales you know we we sell to people that uh, that know us like us and trust us right we're building these relationships we're building deep rapport with them we know them that's the way it's always worked in the past and now we're not even get a chance to talk to them because we don't even know who the buyer is and the the question of well how is this you know process going to uh how is this this decision going to be made what's your buying process within your corporation that doesn't work anymore because what happens is the intern goes out and grabs six videos and there's this new term and i'm doing air quotes again called socializing they're going to socialize the video out to a group of 20 or 30 stakeholders and all of them are going to weigh in and thumbs up thumbs down like it emoji sad face emoji crying emoji you know whatever it happens to be they're going to give that feedback back to the other person and say that's great what else do you have or that's perfect that's the one we want those are the types of buying decisions that are being made by committee and it's not even when you say committee you're thinking oh that's you know 12 people in a room and they're all voting on it that's not the way the buying committee works today now there are still companies out there that have you know supply chain managers and buyers and and if you're buying a you know quarter 20 screw for an assembly process then yeah there may be there are buyers that are managing that through the process but chances are how many times and i'm i'm now looking directly at you and i'm pointing directly at you the listener that is listening to this podcast right now how many times have you now gone in somewhere and actually ask somebody about their uh, about giving you a sales pitch how many times have you gone into a retail location or wanted to buy something and had them actually give you a presentation 
yeah, I'm going to take three hours out of my life and I'm going to go sit in a showroom somewhere and I'm going to have you tell me all the features and benefits and everything there is to know about this car because I really want to buy this car. We are changing drastically how we purchase things. You can buy a car now and never speak to a human being. You can buy it completely online. You can be completely pre-qualified. You can type into a web browser or to an app and say, I want a blue Toyota Corolla at this year, this model with this many miles on it or less. I want it to have a recent smog and you know whatever just I want it to have leather interior pick whatever you want push a button and then the app will come back and say I have seven of those and you're pre-qualified for X number of dollars and it fits within the parameters of four of these so would you like you know would you like to have more information on these four yes let's do that you can go through the whole process and then even today right now without talking to a salesperson you can make an offer so the they're selling the car for sixteen thousand nine hundred dollars and you can say no i'm not going to pay that much i'm going to make you an offer for twelve thousand four hundred dollars now it's up to them the buyer to the the seller to decide whether they're going to sell at that price or counter or say no thank you and again having not spoken to a single person because you found the car that you like that you searched for that you went onto the website or the app and found exactly what you were looking for now they know that they know that you did that and found that car and maybe that's your your second or third choice but they also know that when they listed it there may be some haggling going on so they may say hmm you know uh let's make it an even 15 and we'll you know let's call it 15,000 and we'll call it even and you're already pre-qualified so push a button and I'll deliver it to you tomorrow. Boom. You push a button and a tow truck or a flatbed pulls up tomorrow, unload your car, you sign a few pieces of paper, hand you the keys and you're done. And that's it. Didn't have to go to a showroom, didn't have to talk to a human being, got everything that you wanted on the car, and it was all done and handled right on your phone. I mean, it literally could be that easy. And when the same thing that I'm asking you now is, it's the same way we buy from Amazon, it's the same way we buy from all of the major corporations now, and you probably have your groceries delivered or your food delivered to your house now. So it's like, how we're buying is so different. And that's what I'm talking about. So there are consequences. If you want a shot, if you want to get a shot at the at the brass ring, if you want to make a presentation, if you want to be able to talk to your buyer or your buyer committee, then you need to understand the entire entity of the corporation that you're selling. You need to make sure that your uh, information that you're putting out is digestible by that corporation. Who are the people that are going to be pulling that together? What are the things that they're going to ask? If they're not technical, don't bombard them with a bunch of technical jargon. It's never going to make it through the committee. 
Get the decisions that you need made. Talk to and understand that how the entire organism works. And it's not about going in and saying, oh, uh, how is this decision going to be made? Who's going to be involved in that? That's not going to work anymore. It's going to be about building relationships with multiple stakeholders across multiple platforms, across multiple silos, because you're going to have to find out why and how they use a left-handed widget and what do they do with it and what are they doing with it that may be different than everybody else and why does yours fit that mold better and how do you by gosh please how do you get through the first hurdle which is how is the information presented so that the you know least paid maybe free intern can gather the information and disseminate it to the buying committee in the proper manner do you have videos do you have the the technical sheets do you have a data library do you have the things that they the way they want to ingest that information are you presenting it understand the buying committee i want to give a big huge huge giant shout out to uh one of my friends tom cotter who i had the relationship with having this conversation so he and i had this conversation wow for you know just hours and hours and hours we've talked about this uh over the last few months and i really appreciate it it's turned into uh quite an eye-opening experience and i was able to turn it into an entire sales with sully show just because one day we sat down and started talking about how the buying decision has different is so much different from when we were kids or when we were younger and how we were able to you know have 25 buyers that we had great relationships with and when that that buyer left and went to another company we got a new account <laughs> so those were the types of things that we used to talk about and now that's that is completely doesn't apply to what we do today so thanks so much for listening to inspired news radio and especially for listening to sales with sully each and every week we answer your questions we take your comments off of the internet off of social media at sales with sully on instagram on facebook and on twitter please send me all of your comments we could not do i could not do what i do without you it is super important while you're there picking up your uh, your latest download of sales with sully or maybe even mind your own business go ahead and subscribe click on that subscribe button right down there at the bottom and say let me know when a new episode comes out they come out every single week right here on inspired news radio or wherever you get your podcasts i so truly appreciate each and every one of you i appreciate the stimulating conversation that we have each week on social media don't forget at sales with sully on everywhere that you go for your social media twitter instagram and facebook i am there and i am always always on inspired news radio each and every week Thank you so very much for listening, and thanks for being part of the Sales with Sully family and for being part of the Inspired News Radio family. We really appreciate you guys, each and every one of you, for listening every each and every week. It means so much to us, so thank you so much. And as I sign off my show like I do every single week, go out and sell something. You've been listening to Sales with Sully on InspiredNewsRadio.com. We take your sales and marketing questions each week on Twitter at Sales with Sully, hashtag INR, and like us on Facebook. On behalf of your host, Scott Sullivan, and the entire Sales with Sully team, thanks for listening, and see you next week.